Ooh, good golf shot. Thank you, Stevie. Moira, Riley's David, and the town socialites to attend Twyla's annual murder mystery party. Alexis realizes she doesn't qualify for college, and Johnny and Stevie try to partner with the local golf course. You're listening to The Shit List as we unpack Season 3, Episode 6, Murder Mystery. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back. Season 3, Episode 6, midway through the season, almost yeah, after tonight. We are. Good Golf Shot is the title of our episode. We're Good looking at shot. Murder Mystery, if you're going by the... Uh, shows titles yeah and in that uh spirit of murder mystery which we kind of talked about last week yeah we did um, i didn't we, plan that you guys can't see we'll post some pictures on the gram but we are a little bit jazzed up for our recording tonight uh, you look cute doll <laughs> we pulled out our 1920s uh accessories from katie's 2020 new year's party right before the world broke down because that's all that'll fit us. We had yeah, dresses. just the accessories. <laughs> it's too hot. And luckily, my head didn't get I've any larger. I gained my COVID nineteen, so I cannot <laughs> fit into that other dress. And then some. But yeah, you well, look nice. You look just yeah. like I remember you on that night, Stephanie. Oh, such a long time ago. Over really was. Years, Feels like yeah. an eternity ago. Mm-hmm. What a good party, though. It was a good party. Party to end all parties at my house. <laughs> I think. Quit while I'm ahead. Yeah. Well, we've got a party tonight on today's episode. Mm-hmm. Roaring 20s theme, mm-hmm. Twilight's little get together. But before yeah. we get to that, uh, we only had a quick little poll about movies and movies. we didn't get a lot of response. Yeah. A couple um, of Ethan chimed in and said he did like the Halloween chrono- chronolo- chronologies. What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Chronicles. <laughs> Yeah, maybe the Chronicles, um, like, you know, like Michael as, like, Myers. Horror thriller movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't get a lot of other answers, but. Um, I, I did think of, go, go. I was say, I haven't seen the Halloween movies. I just know that they just made another one. Like Jamie Lee Curtis is still rocking that role. You know, that's later. too much for me. But like the original, was the original it? was you know, old school, like 70s horror. Mm-hmm. I think it came out in the 70s, the late 70s. Is Halloween um, the one with the guy with the mask? Michael Myers, okay. just dead eyes and a white mask. Yeah, that those are good, but none of those, uh, like the first two or three, none of these like twenty twenty and thirty years later. Okay. And that's I hate that crap when okay. they beat a movie to death. But I did think of one that I remembered really liking back in high school. Mm-hmm. That was less of a cheesy horror movie. Did you ever see What Lies Beneath with no. Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer? I did not. I remember being terrified at that movie and. I'm going to have to rewatch it now because it wasn't, it wasn't like cheesy slasher, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like really good, like psychological. There was a little bit of a, like a ghost aspect to it in the end, but it was very psychological thriller. So highly recommend. And then I also remember too, that my parents let me watch Cape Fear when I was way Mm -hmm. too little, which is like a nineties horror movie with Robert De Niro Okay, and scared the shit out of me. I don't know what they Mm -hmm. were thinking. (laughs) So... (laughs) But yeah, we didn't get a ton of feedback no. from our. We from also our asked about so. sequels if anyone had any favorite sequels, and I think the yeah. answers we got were Mamma Mia mm-hmm. and Frozen Two, which the, I also agree. I think do you I concur. Liked, I think I liked the second Frozen better. It you did, like, yeah, because it was like interesting backstory and um, like the first movie. Okay, doesn't explain a lot of things, and the second movie did, so I liked it. I'm gonna be real honest. I was either stoned or drunk or both when I watched Frozen 2. So I don't remember it that well. (laughs) 
<laughs> you should watch it again. And I see know that I watched it about. at Anne's house and we were like, oh, we should definitely make this into a drinking game. <laughs> and so I think it turned, turned south pretty quick. <laughs> so maybe I should give that one another shot. Because when I saw that answer, I was like, no way. Frozen 2, get out of here with that. Yeah. But I trust your judgment. So also for like parents, I think they probably appreciate when there's another one because it's new songs that they can have. They to don't tolerate. have to listen to it's the soundtrack the over, and over, over and over and over again. It's like, oh, give us some new material. I yeah. think um the latest Disney movie where that's a crime is Encanto. Did you watch that one? Mm-hmm. So cute, but like all of my friends' kids are running around singing, We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> and it's they just can't get it yeah. off their Alexa. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess updates? I we didn't have any really big updates. No, no, Dan Lovey's still in Italy. We didn't he was at the Valentino any... uh fashion yeah. show. Maybe He's that's really why that, he was there. He's stuff. doing a lot of fun things. Yeah. And they sent him a suit jacket or something to wear, of course. Mm-hmm. Somebody did. I don't know. I don't follow all that. It was fashion probably stuff. Valentina. <laughs> yeah. Somebody sent him something yeah. to wear. But, but yeah, should we jump right in since Let's we do got it. don't got a lot going on on the social this week? Yeah. So um, for my perspiration slides this <laughs> headband right off my head. I know this feather bow around my neck is warming me already. I may have to take it off. You better get a screenshot now, Steph. I know. While we're still, while we're still uh, in garb here. Uh, pause, everyone, while we take a picture. Whoops, wrong key. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of those will be fine. Good Great. enough. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Picture over. Let's jump right in. Uh, we open Stephanie in town hall, one of the rare occasions where we're not yes. in the motel mm-hmm. and the jazz girls are just lining up for a rehearsal mm-hmm. and out of nowhere, Twyla starts being very melodramatic about a murder in the town. Not so <laughs> and- subtle. <laughs> right, before we start, there's a, I just want to let everyone know there's a murderer loose in this town. And I was looking around like, are you guys seeing what I'm seeing? Like, yeah, nobody's like everybody's very not react, non-reactant except Mm -hmm. for her. Yeah. It seems like they know something she doesn't Mm -hmm. really quick. Moira's in very bold white attire in this opening scene. She is. She's always in black and white, but never more Mm -hmm. on the white side. And this is a very clean jacket that makes me very nervous. (laughs) You don't, you don't gravitate towards those (laughs) all white. I, it would, I just can't. It's, it would be so dirty. It's like mm-hmm. Johnny's white suit at the mm-hmm. barbecue. I just want to rub my barbecue. Well, he's wearing hands white tonight it. too when they go to the golf course. I noticed that also. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if there's any symbolism there with the roses and their white mm-hmm. garb. Maybe. But anyway, just drawing attention to Moira's white, white coat. So yeah, Twyla's being very dramatic. Nobody's paying much attention. If you notice the extras, like the extras jazz gals that were yeah. thrown in there, were all just kind of avoiding eye contact and looking down mm-hmm. at their papers. And finally, Moira says, are you going to be all right, dear? <laughs> Twyla, <laughs> she's, yeah. I will be if I can just get a few friends together this weekend to catch that murderer. And, you know, Jocelyn says, uh, reluctantly, I think I know where this is going and come mm-hmm. to find out it's an annual, uh, murder mystery party that Twyla yeah. hosts. And you can definitely get the gist that no one wants to go. No. Everyone's <laughs> uh, like, none looking, of the like avoiding eye contact, just yeah. kind of looking down and, 
And Moira pipes in and says, oh, yeah, well, we attended Eyes Wide Shut Party with the Castros. Well, name dropping the Castros is an interesting choice. Yeah. And also with Eyes Wide Shut Party. I don't know. The only thing I I was going to hope, I was hoping you knew. But the only thing I remember is the racy Nicole Kidman film in like 2000, the 2000s area. Okay. That I believe was like, oh, a, basically a porno, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, but it was very uh, risque. It's a um, erotic psychological mystery drama. <laughs> okay. Well. Oh, it's written and uh, co-produced by Stanley Kubrick, who wrote like, the shiny clockwork orange and stuff like that yeah yeah so a weird movie probably i never saw it i remember it being a big deal so we can can kind of assume what that party was like Mm -hmm. and even moira says but i'm sure those activities are much different than what yours is gonna have (laughs) and moira says we would love to come if we didn't have plans saturday and well Twyla says, good thing it's Friday. <laughs> she, under her breath, says to Ronnie, had a 50-50 shot there, mm-hmm. which uh, no surprise. She doesn't really want to go either. No. Ronnie also alludes to the fact that the parties are probably not that great because you just, she said, under her breath or when the party is going to end. Just don't mm-hmm. know how it's going to end or when. But Ronnie is super amused at Moira's conundrum now because now she can't really say no. Yeah. And she's in this corner and clearly no one else wants to say yes. But Ronnie's mm-hmm. just, you know, doing her typical Ronnie thing when it comes to Moira and just laughing at the predicament yeah. she's in. We would love to RSVP as pending. Pending. <laughs> so. Do you ever get in those situations where like you feel backed into a corner to like say you'll do something or go somewhere? I can't think of a specific example, but I definitely feel like I have been in yeah. that situation. I'm actually in a situation currently. <laughs> it's can, we like big, these, yeah, can we divulge these? Yeah. Can we divulge these details? Big. It's just a work. Is it a listener? No. It's, oh, it's a work oh, thing. It's okay. a work thing. Our, um, like our school director wants everyone to come over for this, like, not company picnic, but I guess like program picnic for the college department. at his house. Yeah. Department. Uh, we did one at a park like a month ago and that was fine, but like. I feel like one is enough for the summer, but he wants to do another one yeah. at his house and it's the Saturday. And so there's a email circulating to RSVP and like, I wasn't really going to RSVP, but then he saw me in the hallway and he's like, can you come to my house this weekend? And I was like, <sighs> yeah, like, <laughs> like I, and so I was like, I verbally said, yeah, but in my mind, I'm like, mm, I really don't want to go to this. So now I'm like deciding because I did technically say yes, but yeah. That's tough, though, too, especially if you already had something for the summer and if it's outside yeah. of work hours, like whenever we right. do stuff at work, we do it during the work day. During like, you know, day. we go like yeah. leave for lunch oh, yeah. or something together. Sure. And that's fine. Like, like I would be at work anyway. day on Saturday. People um, have lives. Yeah. So I'm working on my excuse right now. So. Except for him, except, apparently. <laughs> no offense if you're listening. <laughs> I don't think he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but yeah, those are always awkward where it's like, uh, like when they ask you directly, like, how yeah. could you say no unless you well, have more, you just say pending now you have your excuse okay i could rsvp as pending that's pending. not you have your excuse right i'm pending so that's where we leave the opening scene uh we really don't know if moira's going or not she's oh, pending no. we cut to the motel next and johnny's hanging up the phone and apparently striking up a deal and stevie walks in she's like what's the good news you know mm-hmm. johnny says or she said, does someone book a room? He said, even better, someone might book a room. 
There is three. There are three keys missing. So apparently, I there saw is at that. Least one so room there's another yeah. motel guest there this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stevie's like, how is might better than definitely booking a room? <laughs> Turns out he was on the phone with a golf course and he's trying to strike up a package deal with them mm-hmm. out of a two hundred and fifty dollar package. A cool forty dollars goes to them. <laughs> what do you think a room? goes for at the the inn there well i'm trying to think of like because there are some motels that are in like destination cities especially in michigan where you have a lot of like little beach towns mm-hmm. um where sometimes motels can be between one to two hundred dollars a night like they can still be competitive this however i don't know it reminds me of like those mm-hmm. Like long-term stay places where they advertise weekly rates versus yes, just or monthly by the night or monthly colored yeah. colored TVs in every room annual rates for the roses yes um, so yeah I don't know maybe like I could see forty fifty like, bucks I could see for instance like Grand Haven or Mackinac City or somewhere with a Schitt's Creek Motel you you could pay two hundred bucks for a room like that no oh, joke yeah well I and was in a wedding shops. years ago in Traverse City up north and like. It was a struggle to find any place mm-hmm. under like $200 per night. Yeah. Even motels. Yeah. It was crazy. I know that we've had that too with like beach. When we stayed at beach towns, you know where we ended up staying once that was the cheapest option. We had a wedding in Petoskey. We stayed at the casino. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was the cheapest option. And we got some gameplay out of that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. So, but, but no, yeah, I feel it like can be pricey. They're probably not getting a great deal out of no. this. They I must mean, make, especially they're, if, they're taking a loss, but it's yeah. to draw people in. Hopefully. Right. That's the goal. Get their name so, out there somewhere else. But on top of the, the possible package deal, Johnny is also very excited to be going to a golf course. Remember he once had custom made golf clubs. We heard him say, but way yeah. back at the yard sale, the rummage sale that they and went he to does say it's been three years since he's mm-hmm. gone golfing. So he's really, Stevie, Stevie says she's not into golf, but can yeah. you drink on the cart? <laughs> he's like, yes. Mm. Well, then I'm in. <laughs> Yes, Stevie. And she also said, but she did have a haircut at one time that made her look like she was in the LPGA. I'm thinking about that yearbook photo that we saw already. (laughs) Most likely to get the guy haircut. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) I do remember that. So they, when she finds out she can drink on the car, she is in. And that's very much how I feel about golf. I do like to golf sometimes, but yeah, I'm a big golfer. I I played golf like on the varsity team in high school and sure like professional golfers um Sushat hadn't really golfed at all until this summer we've gone to we have a top golf which is like a fancy driving oh yeah 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 games we've gone there a few times and he really likes it we haven't gone out on a course yet but I did tell him I said when we go on a course just you know we are getting a cart we're not walking (laughs) because I could Mm. see him be like well we'll just walk I'm like no we need the cart because it has cup holders for our drinks (laughs) Exactly. Also other reasons. Drinking. I'm all about yep. the drinking. So mm-hmm. um, so she gets the back in 15 minute sign, even though it's probably going to take hours. You have to you just have hope. to give people hope. Yeah. <laughs> so off they go. So we're going to come back to those guys and we're going to kind of stick with Moira first tonight and see what okay. she's up to now that she's uh, non-committed to this uh, murder mystery party. Mm-hmm. We see her next at the cafe. In one of my all-time favorite Moira looks, her pink wig is, mm. I think, maybe even my favorite. I do love the pink wig. I feel like this is the first colorful wig, like non-natural hair color wig mm-hmm. we've seen her in. And it's very I, cute. I love this wig. And I love that she's wearing even pink lipstick in this mm-hmm. situation because she always has like a signature red. Yeah. So she's definitely 
This I don't know. Makes what... her, there's a couple wigs this season where it just makes her look really young. Because mm-hmm. sometimes the I wigs can age, can age her a bit or just be like so off the wall. This one feels really young and fun. Like if you think back a couple episodes ago, this complete 180 from the caramel. The rat's wig. nest wig. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. You know what I mean? She yeah. looks so just like you said, youthful and polished mm-hmm. and like the shiny straight pink hair. It just, I, it's one of my favorite looks of hers That's for cute. sure. Yep. She's there. She's still beating around the bush because Twyla's trying to kind of gently press her for an well, answer. Well, the party is tonight. She needs, she yeah. needs so we're sad. It's Saturday, presumably now. Yeah, you're yep. right. She's reading Buzz magazine. So still stuck in that celebrity mm-hmm. lifestyle looking for the gossip. Yep. Twyla sits down and and really hopes she would come and Moira assumes for her fame and big name, but no, just so she could bring bagel bites because it's a potluck. It's a potluck. (laughs) Did I mention it's a potluck? (laughs) And they didn't really say this before, but it is at the cafe. We just assume Mm, it must be because that's the only location Twyla's really associated with. Um, but bringing bagel bites to the cafe, there's nothing she can whip up from the freezer. <laughs> like, Maybe some enchiladas. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't she have like good pull there? She's the only employee practically. Also, isn't it weird to like ask someone to a potluck, but say like, can you specifically bring this? Yeah. You Usually you just sign up for what you want to bring. Right. Tell me Unless, what you want to bring. Yeah, exactly. We had a potluck here a couple of weeks ago and the, well, not a couple of weeks ago. It was just the other day, Saturday. And the biggest fear I always have is that people are going to bring the same thing, same types that, of things this, if they don't call it out. You know, the summer work party we already had that was like at an actual park that happened to me and we had a sign up sheet and I said I would bring green salad and we get there and someone else already brought a green salad. I'm like, hey, what the hell? I signed up for this. <laughs> and then I'm watching like who's eating more their green salad or my green salad. <laughs> Like or like too many desserts and not enough sides. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I like to have a variety of desserts, but I also like a good pasta salad or three. Right. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, we didn't do too bad be, last week. Yeah. Pollocks are a little tough sometimes. Yeah. I, I hosted. So I provided the wieners for that barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> the peanut. <laughs> <laughs> no, Stephanie, that is disgusting. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, she sits down with Moira and we hear that she's kind of getting the runaround from everyone, not just Moira. Nobody's committing. Nobody's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Or a few people might come if something else they have planned. Yeah. You know, like shady shit, like people waiting for a better offer. I hate yeah. that. That's not nice. No. That's what I mean. Like, how can you say anything but yes if the person asks you directly, unless you have concrete plans already? You can't right. like, be like, well, Just maybe be up front. If- yeah. I don't get a better right. offer. Yeah. When Moira hears this, a couple of things happen. I think this like protective motherly instinct kind of perks up in her one and two, obviously the event planner and her perks yeah, up. Her party She's, planning Jane yes. kicks into full gear and she can't help herself suddenly. Remember she got Winnie Mandela to RSVP to something in like two hours or something. Yeah. And she the took children over with her eczema benefit party. Yeah. Yeah. So she starts listing off pointer after pointer. Shouldn't you be taking notes, Twyla? Comp a few VIPs, get a signature cocktail. And how about a signature cocktail? I like how she says that. We had, um, we had, what did I call that? Something punch prohibition punch at the new year's party. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In our, in our signature cocktail. Mm -hmm. That was a good punch. I do like a good signature cocktail though. Did I tell idea. you about the cocktail party we had a while ago? 
where everyone brought yeah. the ingredients to their own cocktail. That, that was is the fun. kind of potluck that I would go to. Yes. An alcoholic I've seen ones, potluck. I've seen ones recently that were various like charcuterie boards too, but different styles, mm. like your typical meat and cheese. Yeah. But then someone brought like a fast food one with all the different mm-hmm. fries from all the restaurants and things yeah. like that. That's a when better, you were doing like weddings, a themed potluck. Did you go to a lot of weddings where the couple would do a signature cocktail instead of like a fully oh, yeah. bar? Yeah. Or or it would just be like a, an option. Like the, most of them always still had the bar, but they would have their own favorite drinks, like mm-hmm. the bride's drink, the bride's drink, the groom's drink. And then sometimes they would have one named after their dog or something, some right. other family member or something important. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good way to, you could keep your bar bill down that way, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And just like offer those. So yeah. And it's fun little, your own yeah. little signature and a party. For so. sure. So she's off giving Twyla tips. And the next time we see Moira, she actually runs into Jocelyn at the town hall. And she was almost on her way out. She was looking, Jocelyn comes in looking for Roland and Moira makes the comment. Oh, it seems our mayor is keeping summer hours, which I was like, I would like to keep summer hours in my so life. Timeline observation here. Isn't that a little confusing? Cause we know it's Saturday. Like, so they're working. Right. True. Would they even be at the office? But... Maybe that's a, a plot Oh, no, no. Hole. The party was on Friday, remember? Oh. Because Moira said they had planned Saturday. They said planned Saturday. The party's Friday. Okay. So it yes. is Friday. Oh, she took okay. the wrong 50-50. So, yes, it is the end of the week. That makes okay. more sense. Yes, yes. So, I mean, I would love to go home early on a Friday. And if I were the mayor, I'd be doing that shit every Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she runs into Jocelyn. She kind of makes like a little scene about how she's worried about her. And I, it's not like you to turn down an invite to a party, she, Jocelyn. Again, puppet master mm-hmm. Rose. Yes, she knows how very to lay much. a base to set and the play to every, her. play to everyone's weaknesses or yeah, like we've tendencies. seen her do this so many times now. She tried to do this with getting the heritage funds a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and it didn't work, you know, like, yep. Start with the backstory. She, what she did say is that, um, and this kind of reaffirms, remember when we read the description in the Best Wishes or Mr. Guard's book about Jennifer Robinson saying, who plays Jocelyn, mm-hmm. how she feels like she's the first lady of Shit's Creek. Yes. This little spiel that Morgan, uh, Moira, Morgan, <laughs> Moira gives her kind of just reaffirms that. that. Yeah. yeah. Like you're the wife of the mayor, you're the self-appointed leader of the jazz girls. And most importantly, Twyla looks up to you, which I think mm-hmm. is true. I think yeah. I definitely think it's true, but it definitely lays the guilt trip on yeah. Jocelyn. She tells her and be the snowball, gather, be the snowball, gather a bunch of bodies as you roll down the hill and bring mm-hmm. everyone you can to this party. Mm-hmm. So what do you what think? Little... What do you think her, like we talked a little bit about that sudden change of face when Moira finds out that Twilight can't get anyone to come to this party. Like she's really invested in this now. Do you think it's purely because of she can't let a party fall I think, apart? Yeah, I think it's just a challenge. Yeah, I do think she, I like, I think it's both. I think it's a little bit of a protective mm-hmm. for Twyla or anybody mm-hmm. young. She has a daughter that age, yes. you know, mm-hmm. um, and a little bit of a challenge. I think it's like a twofold thing. She can't see a good party go to waste. Yeah. Not go to waste. Potential. How could you? I mean, I'm the same way. Can't yeah. let a good party go to waste. So, mm-hmm. so that's kind of where I'm going to stop with that storyline. Cause that'll kind of converge a little bit later. Let's do the kids storyline first. We'll go to okay. break in a minute, but let's do the okay. kids storyline first. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, David and Alexis are now poking around the office where we're, we're not it's sure 15 how minutes. <laughs> 
Be back in 15 is still like David says, we're not really sure how far into the 15 minutes that we are into this. Um, they're both just astonished. Alexis is going through the mail and they're both behind the desk. She's going through the mail. Yeah. She's she's also like in a very businessy looking top, you know. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh wow, like very adult looking Alexis here. And um, she's going through the mail and just astonished that mail. Did you know there's still mail? Like a little guy in a suit and he brings you it in his little satchel. And she thinks like you pay for it when he brings it to you. And David, I'm pretty sure it's free to live or no. David. Opposite. David says it's a mailman and you pay him and he brings you your stuff. I think it's free delivery, she says. <laughs> Which a minute ago, she didn't even know mailman existed. So how would she even know? Right. But she kind of digs into David and because he's asking where Stevie is. Mm-hmm. I mean, his only friend, basically. And she digs into him and says, okay, David, like you have been hanging around here too much, basically telling him to get a life. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, I'm sorry. I don't have an ex-boyfriend just running around handing out a job to me. Mm-hmm. He quickly corrects him. Ted is not my ex-boyfriend. He's my, my ex-fiance. And also mentions in that handing out jobs sentence, handing out secretary jobs, which mm-hmm. is super offensive. And Stephanie, I had this happen to me just like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know my role as yes. work. I am an office manager. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, we're a very small company. I'm not a boss by any means. Yeah. But... I, I manage my own projects. I do my own stuff. I am nobody's secretary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just a couple of weeks ago, Mark, our owner, I sent him out on projects to get measurements, just a little background for people who don't know. And, you know, like help the customer in person with like my projects. He comes back and he said, this lady said, oh, well, I'll call your secretary and ask her. And I was so floored and he knew I would be, he got like Mm -hmm. the hugest laugh out of it. I was like, secretary, what is this? 1954? Absolutely not. Like Mm -hmm. I was floored at that. Why Mm -hmm. is that such a dirty word to me? It's such a gendered term. I think receptionist now is more like you were the receptionist when I was working yeah, there. I was the receptionist. We not never a called secretary. you a secretary. No, absolutely not. I think it's a gendered, slightly antiquated term. It, it implies that the person is a woman. Um, and there's a and couple works beneath like people. Works beneath that person. Yeah. I was floored. And I, it was, it was, we had a good laugh about it. I was like, but I was still mumbling about it. Like two hours later, like walking around the back. I'm like mm-hmm. secretary, fucking secretary. She must have been an old lady. Secretary. <laughs> I don't think she's that old. I, he said, he said he might've said something about her being old, but I was like, I am nobody's fucking secretary. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Like, absolutely not. It, it really, same yeah. Same. I, yeah. We're twins in that situation. Cause I was yeah. like, absolutely not. That's offensive, mm-hmm. but good news for Alexis. She might not be a secretary for very much longer because she pulls out a brochure for Elmdale college. Yeah. She's looking she to Ted, elevate her career. Yeah. Her and Ted have been talking about just like ways to, you know, make her better at the office position she's working at. Mm-hmm. Uh, David, you know how David is. Anytime Alexis is excited about something, he's got to kind of rain on her yeah. parade a little bit. Mm-hmm. He says, um, Eve circled stars and cosmology. <laughs> I thought it said cosmetology. Yeah. Ew. Which would make much more sense for Alexis. Yeah. <laughs> so, she probably funny. thought it was like stars as in celebrities, movie stars. 
So he just kind of takes the brochure and he's like, well, let me just have a peek at this. Yeah. Take a look. Next, we see him on the phone, presumably talking to Alma College. Yeah. And he's gabbing at someone saying, I I can't find my high school diploma. We lost it when we lost our house. And obviously, when you say something like that, people assume like a fire or natural Mm -hmm. disaster. And he says, no, I wish. (laughs) It wasn't a flood. Yeah. And then he's like, well, would it help if it was a flood? (laughs) They're telling him. Can can I? If you really need it, what if I don't have it from the flood? Which, um... You don't actually need your physical diploma for anything. Absolutely not. I um, was going to ask if you, you even knew where yours your, was. I do know where mine is. It's framed. Your resume. My, it's framed in my office at work. <laughs> no. Your high you, school diploma? My high school diploma. Yeah. Or it's framed in your office Sorry, at work. Not my, not my high school. My, <laughs> my college diplomas. Not my high school. I was like, no. your high school diploma <laughs> is framed in your office at work. But now that no. gives me an idea. Maybe I will frame mine and put it in my office at work just to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> that no, would my be college diplomas are framed but, but that's different um all you need is a transcript and I know this because working at a college I every time I've had to like apply for like right. even multiple teaching appointments and stuff you have to always request your transcripts again and again and you just reach out to the school or institution you got them from well I wasn't even thinking about applying to college like even if you want to get a job nobody looks I mean, oh, a job your, nobody looks. No, nobody cares. You I think it's only like days. it's only like related to education, or maybe like if you're in the medical field, and then yeah, that's more like something licensing kind of stuff. But so, do you know where your high school diploma is? Um, it's probably in a, a tote bin somewhere, a in memory box or something. Yeah. Mine too, mine too. Mm-hmm. But now I'm gonna think I'm gonna take it and put it in my office at Triangle. Actually, <laughs> sounds kind of funny. Yeah. I should do that and see how long it takes somebody to notice, to actually. Notice. Yeah. New office prank. <laughs> so anyway, he hangs up the phone and he's Well, he's like, well, that sounds like frustrated. a lot of work. And yeah. the person's like, another like, well, well, college is a lot of work. He's like, I know college is a lot of work. I'm just saying. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> just not really worth it to me to dig through yeah. my past life, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexis walks in and is like, you could see her in the background before he even she got off the phone, the like brochure. waving the yeah. brochure and getting mad. And, and it's like, what are you doing? And he's very flustered. And he was like, well, I was putting some feelers out there, but the stupid lady at the stupid college said, I can't come because I don't have a diploma. I can't find my diploma. And she's like, um, it's not like they're going to say to you, you can't come to our college because you don't have a diploma. And he said, that's literally word for word what she said to me. And her face when he says that is like she seems genuinely concerned. Oh like, Oh wow. So mm-hmm. we don't know why yet, but she's yeah. definitely concerned. And she's also mad. Not two seconds ago, after she told him he needed to find something to do, now she's mad that he's. She's like, "This is my thing," and he's like, "I don't think you can claim education as right. your thing. You don't own college, Alexis. No, can't even go to college right now." And we just uh, the scene kind of ends with both of them flustered. And she's just David's organizing his knits in Mutt's cedar chest, and she's just annoyed at him. Yeah. What are you doing? Like they're they're both just really flustered by the whole situation. Yeah, he's flustered and, that he has to find his diploma. Mm-hmm. She's frustrated she doesn't have one. Basically, so maybe she was home from lunch, or maybe this is the next day. But she mm-hmm. next is at work with Ted and talking over these classes. And he feels like she's just making excuses because she says, well, I found a class, but this one was full. And then by the time I signed up for this, it was like a big, long story. Everything just canceled each other out. She's just trying to get herself out of this. And 
you know, Ted said, you know, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to, don't worry about it, but it's not a bad idea. And he, he starts reminiscing about fond memories of college. Yeah. <laughs> Hacky sack. So many sex circles. <laughs> oh my sack circles, which is Hacky weird sack. to say anyway. Yeah. Um, She's trying so hard, which, wait a minute, let's talk about that haggy sack mm-hmm. thing, because in my mind, I have a very interest, like a very specific image of people who play hacky sacks. Me too. When I was in high school, there were big sack circles outside of school. So like what, what stereotypes are we talking here? Like dreadlocks and weird hippie hair? 100% honey pee. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's what Ted, that's. I'm I'm just trying to put Ted and by in one dreadlocks, of those circles. I mean white people with dreadlocks. Yes, like. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's a funny image when you try and think of Ted doing that. Yeah. Anyway, she is trying so hard to just fake it and relate to this whole college thing. Mm, yes, totally college, you know, as if she's having her own memories, but she finally admits, okay, I can't go to college yet, which is important mm-hmm. there. Because I never finished high school. So this is a new revelation here because before this, when she did community service with Mutt, she mm-hmm. had mentioned, yeah, because my all, my parents always wanted a college dropout with a record. So she never even mm. went to college. Maybe she's, she's like deep in this lie where she almost forgot about it, it until she, she ran into this, mm-hmm. you know, roadblock. Yeah. yeah. So Ted is very encouraging. And he even admits too. He took a gap semester from high school to follow, to follow the, the American, American Idol, Idol tour, <laughs> which I'm guessing was back in the day when all the 10 finalists went on tour together. I am going to admit something. Did you go to it? <laughs> I went to, you went to the tour. an American Idol tour in Detroit, gosh, in like 2007 or 2008. Tell me, though, was it with the whole group? Yeah, it's like the top 10 or top 12 or whatever. Okay. Um, it was the year it was like um David Archuleta and oh, um I remember him. Yeah, it Who was won. He did. David He Archuleta was the won. winner? Yeah. He was like this younger guy, um, a very like crooner kind of singer. Okay. And we went to it and there it was my cousin Jenny and I. Hi Jenny. And we were really into American Idol for like years. That was kind mm-hmm. of the last year before I moved away for college. And there was a lady next to us at the concert. It was like a sold out at the Joe Lewis or wherever. And okay. um, she was like, yeah, I got these tickets last minute. I don't know if she won them or someone just gave them to her. She's like, but I've never seen the show, but everyone here is like having such a good time. And is so yeah. excited. She literally had no idea. Could you imagine going were. to that when you had no clue? No. Because it's just people okay. singing covers of songs too. Like, My confession time. Okay. Did you go the to multiple very, American Idol? <laughs> no. The very first season of American Idol happened when I was a freshman in college. Kelly Clarkson won. Mm-hmm. I remember vividly like watching the them declare the winner on yeah. that. Um, the next year was when Ruben Stoddard won, but Clay yeah. Aiken was mm-hmm. a close second. I was obsessed with Clay Aiken, <laughs> like obsessed. I, I bought his CD at yes. least one. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I went to see, he toured with Kelly Clarkson the next year and I went to see him and Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. It was very obvious that everybody was there to see Clay Aiken Mm because it was like so many girly screams. I'll be like at a department store and I'll like 
realize the music in the background, like you suddenly tune into it and it's like a Clay Aiken song from early 2000s. I couldn't even remember one. Um, I am happy to say, so we saw Kelly Clarkson then. She was very young still. Mm -hmm. And when I was at that concert, I was not impressed like with her ability to perform on stage and just Mm -hmm. interact with the audience. We saw her a couple of years ago, right before the pandemic, though, and she is so good now and so much Does fun. Does she still at a like tour? Because she has a daytime talk show. Like she's yeah. Kind of a well, TV I think this was right before that show started because I remember mm. her being promoting it on the stage. Like okay, so I'm not sure if she still does now, but that was you know mm-hmm. three years ago now. Pandemic. Okay. So interesting. We both have a little, little backstory with American little Idol. in common with Ted there, American that Idol fan. That was another moment of like, is this a tell where the show is? But I'm sure in Canada they get American, like they get right. mainstream US right, right, right. TV as well. Yeah. So uh, we're going to, that's the end of that storyline kind of until everyone gets back later. So we're going to wrap okay. that up, take okay. a quick break, and then we'll come back and follow up with Johnny and Stevie. Okay. Sounds good. Put on your jazziest sun visor and don't forget to sunscreen your nose as we hit the links with this week's sponsor, the Omglen Golf Club. As we cruise through summer, there's no better time to book a weekend of golf and the Omglen Golf Club features a challenging but fun course with fast greens. If you need a break from all the good golf shots, stop by their cozy clubhouse for a quick lunch or consider booking their clubhouse event space for your shotgun wedding after party. And for a limited time, when you book over the phone, you can take advantage of their $250 weekend golf getaway package, including daily rounds of golf and a two-night stay in a cozy suite at the Elmington Moto Lodge, featuring coin laundry to wash the grass stains off your khakis and an outdoor jacuzzi to soak your tired muscles. Don't forget to mention this podcast for a complimentary bag of slightly used golf balls. Thanks again to our sponsor, the Elm Glen Golf Club, where every shot is a good one. All right, we're back. And special thanks to Elm Glen Golf Club. Yes. Stephanie, I think I told you this. We're going away this weekend for mm-hmm. a friend's 40th birthday. Okay. And we're going to a golf resort. And it was really down neck and neck between Elm Glen Golf you Club. Go to Elm Glen? That was our se- that was our second choice. Um okay. it was that or the Manistee National Golf uh resort. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, so it was between those two and we ended up on the Manistee uh, just because it's a little closer to us. Okay. But I got to tell you that free bag of gently used golf balls is right up Joe's alley. Yeah. He is constantly Especially when you're golf losing balls. them too. Or yeah. He does lose them. Yeah. I lose a lot. Do you lose a lot of golf balls? It depends. Sometimes I don't lose a single one. And then other times it's like every, sh- every hole, I feel like I'm losing one or two. Yeah, with a really Joe's, like woodsy golf course. Mm-hmm. Joe's really bad at losing golf balls. And I'm actually surprised he has knock on wood, never gotten poison ivy because he goes tramping through some like heavy, thick That's shit. That's also so. why I would never go golfing in Florida because you get gators. off of the, the gators. You get <laughs> off of the green and suddenly it's gator territory. Absolutely not. Gators or even snakes. Ugh, yeah, no, no thanks. thanks. Nope. No thanks. So yeah, thank you, Elm Glen Golf Yes, Club. very generous of them mm-hmm. to uh, sponsor this. So um, speaking of golf, we're going to find out what Johnny and Stevie are up to. So last we saw them, they left up the back in 15 minute sign. They were off to go to their one o'clock meeting, presumably. But their first stop was to Roland's house to borrow some clubs uh, and a visor. Most importantly, of I course. love that we get to see the back of his house in his backyard. Yeah. I've never yep. seen that before. Mm hmm. 
And did you notice there's like one of those old fashioned water pumps in the background? Mm-hmm. That you and there's like the several sheds. There's what looks like could be maybe an outhouse back there too. Like not really surprising. Small. Yeah, a lot of a lot of outdoor buildings mm-hmm. and properties An old swing like that. Set with no swings. Looks. Very I'm thinking ominous. about the property behind us. Like here, there's about mm-hmm. like six outbuildings that are all mm. different roof roofing and siding styles. Yeah, built over the years. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So they're there picking up clubs. Uh, the light blue golf bag is very similar to my first golf bag. I got a free mm. set of clubs off a garage sale and it was very vintage like that, except mine was both that of clean. these sets of clubs look very yeah, vintage. vintage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, someone has a, a badger or a skunk sock head, <laughs> a little cover, like, they the call them a covers? golf sock. Is that what it's called? I don't know. But, I never kept those cause I would lose them. Like I would forget you have to like take yeah. it on and off after each hole to me i'm like i always like take them off and put them in the little basket in the back of the car and then i almost forget them there right it's like oh shoot grab this so mm-hmm. i need to just like take them off and leave them at home yeah or just get rid of them altogether because what's the point i'm not a professional and my golf clubs aren't that nice <laughs> so <laughs> but they're there picking up the clubs stevie gets the visor that's most importantly and he lends him uh her jocelyn's golf club also mm-hmm. And she says, well, I'm probably not going to play. But he yeah. says, you know, just in case, let's give you a few tips, a few pointers. Mm-hmm. And Stevie is very amused with all of the yeah, golf well, lessons. This sounds like a great idea. And Johnny is like, I don't need any pointers. What are you talking about? This position, uh, don't worry, it's his neighbor or his sister mm-hmm. or his friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, very reminiscent of the billboard. But this is also something me and or not me necessarily, but our dumb guy friends would definitely do this and take pictures and be ridiculous (laughs) doing this. So Stevie's so amused by this. And she does in fact, get a picture of Johnny like straddling to whip out her phone. Just like when David was trying to ride a bike and her impulse is to grab her phone. It's, you know, like people think about that, like, as Oh, you're going to make fun. But to me, it's, it's more endearing. Like Mm -hmm. she's close to these people and wants to kind of tease them for things. And I always say, like, I Joe gets so mad at me when I Snapchat him or post funny things of him. He gets so mad. I'm like, it's because I like you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think you're funny. I'm always taking photos and videos of Sushant when he's doing something silly. And he's like, are you recording me right now? I'm like, yes. And so to me, like this this shows like Stevie, you know, Johnny and even Roland, since she practically grew up with him, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And David, like they're all like part of her family. And it's just like endearing that when Johnny realizes she's recording, he's like, delete that. And Roland simultaneously, can I get a copy of that? Like he wants it. She says, yeah, she, yeah. (laughs) yep. Um, Also on their way to the golf course, would you just have that cutaway scene? Did you notice we saw that mailbox again? That said, yeah. Please don't hit Please me. Don't hit me. <laughs> so um, they show up at this posh golf club. Uh, the name of it. Elm just, Glen Golf Club. <laughs> Elm Glen Golf. Sorry, sponsor. We got you. <laughs> they show up at posh, the very posh Elm Glen Golf Club. It is cute. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a cute little stone building outside. Mm-hmm. Looks like a cute place to have a wedding, honestly. Yeah. They meet these two two managers and matching green polos. And Johnny is well, he not in a suit. One of the very rare occasions he's not in a suit. Like you said, also wearing all white, just like mm-hmm. Moira was at the beginning of her the episode here. See, uh, um, Stevie's still wearing her flannel. Like I was going to say, face. he's clearly dressed for golf and she's in her usual garb, but I guess yeah. she could golf in that if she really yeah. wanted to. She can definitely drive a cart in that. So when I was in high school, like we, our home course was a posh course and there were very what was the course? dress codes. It was Grand Haven Golf Club. 
which oh, is okay. now something else. But okay. um, very strict dress codes when I was in mm-hmm. golf. I think just being on the team, like we were, it was sort of ingrained in us. Like we had team shirts that were polos, but like you had to wear um, either khakis or you could wear like black, like not dress pants, but like you couldn't wear jeans. You couldn't wear sweatpants. You couldn't right. dress casually. And so growing up, that was always like understood that if you were going golfing, you had to wear the right golf attire. Right. And there are some courses that still have dress codes. A lot of them have gone super lax, I think. It's very lenient. Yeah. Or you can literally wear whatever it doesn't I'm matter. glad we're having this discussion because we were, Michelle and I, who I'm going with this weekend, we're discussing, well, what are you going to wear? She asked if mm-hmm. I was wearing collared shirts. I said, honestly, I have two specific collared uh, sleeveless shirts that I bought for nicer golf courses when we went a few years ago to mm-hmm. see our friends in Arkansas because they lived on like a fancier course. And I'm like, I was going to bring those, but I don't really think they're going to be that strict. And I kind of hate them. I don't like how I look in them. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, I don't know. But I was like, I think if I have like a tennis skirt or like a golf skirt and any athletic top, like I also feel like they're more lenient on women than they are mm-hmm. on men. Yeah, You know, like the men have to wear the collared shirt and the proper shoes and shorts or khakis, but, Mm -hmm. and she looked at their website and there wasn't anything on there about a dress code. So I'm thinking, I think a lot of public courses have sort of toned down those. I think those are maybe older. I mean, don't be so hoity toity, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, but also you don't want to get there and be denied entrance because you're not wearing, I know, buy a $70 shirt. And that's what she said. She's like, I'm sure I could always get an overpriced one at the pro shop. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but this place does look like it probably has a little bit of a dress code. Would you agree? Everyone looks pretty much in the proper. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Stevie. Yes. (laughs) So always a rebel. Yeah. They, they, they meet these managers and he, Johnny is just kind of surprised. Oh, we're meeting inside on such a nice day. And she, the woman manager, nobody has a name here. They're both tags, both just say manager. They compliment Stevie's (laughs) visor though. And she's like, thanks. It's new. Yes. (laughs) So new to her for sure. And um, Johnny says, no, no, no. I didn't mean to insinuate that we would be playing. We had a meeting earlier today, just like Johnny does, puts his foot in his mouth. Oh, Mm -hmm. really? Where at? Of course they're going to ask where at. Uh, Right down the road. What was it? Maple. uh, (laughs) I was, you know what I was waiting for him to say is Maple Hill. (laughs) When he started saying that. Right across the street from me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, that would have been funny. And he looks at Stevie to like bail him out and finish his sentence. Yes really far off the road, which is probably probably why you've never seen or heard of it. <laughs> but so next you, next thing, you know, they're selling this package deal. They're like, you want to partner with us. This is what we have. We have Wi-Fi in every room, upgraded beds, and most importantly, working toilets. Key like element. I think isn't an important thing to mention, but yes. it is. Yeah. But the Elmington Moto Lodge, unfortunately has coin laundry and a jacuzzi, which who knew coin laundry would be such a seller. Um, but I guess the jacuzzi, I could see that being very popular after a Mm -hmm. long day on the links. Right. Yeah, for sure. And this is such a deflating scene for Johnny. We've seen so many of these right now, Yep. but this one hurts more because he was like, it wasn't just the business deal. Like he, he really wanted to go golfing. Mm -hmm. He wanted to just kind of rekindle something he used to enjoy. And because when she says nothing is going as planned, what does she say? Thanks. We'll let you know, or thanks for your time. Yeah. She basically abruptly ends the meeting. meeting. Thanks for coming. Find out they don't have a jacuzzi. That's all they, they could have found that out over the phone. What the heck? 
And you then know, the end of the meeting is really awkward with everyone being, Steve is like, okay, so that, this, that, that's it then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so everybody's abrupt. like saying goodbye and shaking hands 37 times. Poor Johnny. Well, if you don't have any plans the rest of this afternoon, like he still wants to put in. He's a trying to like get in there. You know, he boxing. just can't. He has too much dignity to flat out ask. Mm-hmm. Can we play around the golf? You know? Yeah. Or like, how broke is he? Could he just like pay for his own round of golf? Like maybe mm-hmm. he could just get in there. Yeah. But Stevie does something super nice for him. Yeah. And asks him to go on ahead and she'll be right out. And she gets them a round of golf from the, yeah. the she manager. She said all she had to do was ask. And they, they of course, right. were willing to oblige. And the, per- the, I don't know if she's like the director, property manager comes out and is like, yeah, this was. Like as no, no problem. As abrupt as she was at ending the meeting, she of course is like, Yeah, if you want to play golf, like that's totally fine. Right. No worries. So Johnny got his little time on the golf course and they mm-hmm. go off, they go to get their golf sticks. Mm-hmm. And he is like a kid in a candy shop when he's doing yeah. this. Like he's so pleased. He's a lefty. Did you notice I he's did a lefty? Notice that. I was like, ooh, okay. Whenever I am like even remotely thinking about that, it's so backwards to me. I'm like, I don't know I how anybody can do to, that. Yeah, picture that. My dad uh, wrote, I mean, he was ambidextrous for a few things. So he wrote with his right hand though and did a lot of things right-handed, oh. but he golfed left-handed. He had left-handed clubs. So um, I could not swing a golf club that way for the life of me. No. So, But Stevie is just drinking in the cart. Good golf shots. Yeah. <laughs> she's also in her element. Just She's having a great you know, time passenger probably best at this point that she's not even driving because she's yeah. probably had a few mm-hmm. um the only thing i hate about this a little out of character and just stupid detail to me is when she throws her can on the ground yeah but i think like rude it is rude but she's like never been to a golf course either and clearly doesn't understand like the dress code etiquette either doesn't know that you don't throw trash outside though come on i know come on. just seemed like a weird it's just seemed like a weird detail to me and i've seen people comment about it on the facebook group some yeah. stuff too it's like hmm, interesting yeah. choice mm-hmm. maybe that was her little dig for them not maybe, maybe could be not, uh, i'm a little more accepting of it when you put it like that yeah. you're gonna diss my friend johnny i'm gonna diss you yeah basically mm-hmm. interesting so that's kind of where we leave them we come back to the motel we're kind of mixing storylines back together here it's moira friday night yeah. Yeah. This is all happening the same day. So we're, we're mixing all these people back together now at the end of the episode and Moira comes in also to attack David for having no life. This is mm-hmm. two Rose women in one day. Who's basically telling him you're such a loser. Mm-hmm. And she's just here to drum up, you know, business for her party that she has nothing yeah. to do with, Yeah, but she says she calls him bored, lethargic and dripping with ennui, which I had heard that term before, but I had mm-hmm. to look it up. Did you know what ennui was? I've heard it. I don't know. So the official Google definition is a feeling of listlessness and dissatisfaction arising from a lack of occupation or excitement, which David says, well, that's a bit much. Mm -hmm. And I could say it's probably a bit much, but that's like Moira to be Mm -hmm. a bit much. much. So she's really just trying to, you know, get him to attend the, the party um, he already had heard about it and he said, I'm surprised you're going. And she says, wouldn't it be nice to have as many of the Rose family as possible there, which they're, they're the best thing that ever happened to that town, obviously. Mm-hmm. And she says, Stephanie, you must know what this is. I know you have a soft spot for seersucker. Yeah. 
Do you know what So I is? didn't, but when I looked it up, I, I said fabric. Stephanie knows exactly um, what that is. Yeah, it's like a striped fabric that looks kind of like not wrinkled, but like almost wrinkled. Like linen-y, super it's soft. It's kind of a light cotton. Yeah, sort of a linen look to it. So I guess all the flapper clothes are made of seersucker then. Like a men's suit the, from the, the 20s. men's suit. Yeah, like okay. a great Gatsby going to the Hamptons. I didn't know that, but I knew as soon as I saw the definition, I was like, we're going to let Seth explain that one. It's right (laughs) up her alley. So, so she sends him off to the party, presumably. And then we see her in bed reading a book and Johnny's back at the motel and he's practicing his uh, short game, hitting a little golf balls into the coffee cup. Have you ever put it in your own room like that? No. Or in your house? Mm -mm. I don't know that I've ever tried to like hit in a cup, but I've known someone that had those little like fold out greens where you can like, yeah, yeah. More sense to me. I guess Johnny's working with what he's got. I feel like it would be hard to get over the lip of a coffee mug with a golf Mm -hmm. ball, but he sinks them in. You can hear him sinking them in one after the other. And Moira asks him, you know, well, how long are you going to be doing this? Uh, as if she's, I mean, she doesn't seem annoyed, but she wants mm-hmm. to know like when he's going to be done. And he perks up and says, well, it's for the motel, Moira, which sounds like he's really, he's just so committed to what he's doing, even though today didn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. And it turns out they have another meeting, another pitch next week. So he's practicing up. So yeah, um, I will say my brother, um, he golfs multiple times a week with his coworkers, but even in the past, like he's had like meetings on the golf course where that's where they're doing business is on the course. What a career. I know. Right. Which brother, Greg, Greg. Yeah. What does he do? He works for, it's kind of like they're a competitor of Gordon food services. Um, oh, meetings on the golf course, huh? On the golf course. And I, when he first started working there, I had to like help him practice because he wasn't really good at golfing. Because, but it was I like had you to, had to know how to golf to like be, yeah, able to keep up with you know the other people. I had to think for a second about Matt's career, and I was like, that doesn't make sense that he has meetings on the golf course. No, my other brother's a firefighter. He, <laughs> yeah. He so I, I knew it had course. to be Greg. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I wish I had meetings on a golf course. I Joe know. golf's quite a bit, but not. I mean his career doesn't allow him to have meetings on golf courses either. But um, yeah. So Johnny says they got another meeting coming up next week and he's just getting ready. The phone rings (laughs) and she knows exactly who it is right away. He's David is on the other line. He says, where are you? You did all this work and you're not even here. And honestly, all she cares about is if her plan worked. She said, did everyone show up? And, and it's it looks like it was a huge turnout. Lots of people. David's got his little flapper headband mm-hmm. on, sequin headband. Stevie was there with him. Mm-hmm. Those are the only Everyone two people I recognize. Dressed up in the background. A lot of extras. No, yeah. no one else notable there mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, also to know, I think the glasses that Moira is wearing are from DLI wear in Ooh. the scene. The little like cat-eyed style. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, that's all she cares about. She's very pleased with herself. And David he is says, like, I'm pretty sure you're the murderer. Like, <laughs> she says, well, they'll never catch me then. And she hangs up. And I love when Johnny says, who is that? And she just says, I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't even say that. Yeah. So then we wrap up in the motel room. And presumably Alexis is telling everyone her decision to go back to school. And it that turns out her telling them she never <laughs> that she she ditched a very expensive school in Switzerland, 250k. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's not shocking that she ditched a school. It is shocking that it costs 250k. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she said, "I know. I felt bad about the cost, which is why I missed my last semester." 
So they say they all maintain, no, no, no. We went to graduation. You were there. And Alexa says, you were there. I was not. And Johnny said, how do you explain this pic in my wallet? Which who carries pictures in their wallets anymore? Like such a specific event too. Yes. Yes. And turns out (laughs) Alexis looked Chinese as an infant, but also as a high school graduate too, because it was a picture of Johnny with Jess Chang (laughs) or maybe just Jess Chang. Yeah. So that's just a little zing to Alexis at the end Mm -hmm. of the episode. And that's where we end. So Johnny is hopefully, yeah, a few little short stories. Johnny's hopefully going to wheel and deal with the next golf course. You know, we, you know, we'll find out. Um, And then who knows what the kids are going to do because they're both eyeing up that college brochure at this point. Yeah. So um, I have a few fun little trivia questions. Okay. As usual. First of all, I have a slight detail that I want to inform you of. It's a very disappointing detail. Not really disappointing. Um, I was watching just this last watch around with the closed captions on as I often do. Uh And the word jazz gals in the closed caption, Stephanie is spelled jazz. I I gals J A Z Z I G A L S be an error on the tele or on more than once prompt more than once. It's spelled like that. That is not what my intuition said and not what our shirts say. So it is jazz a gals. If you look at the episode titles, like, on oh, IMDb, yeah, good call. It is jazz a gals. Good, jazz call, a gals. good call. But I was like, what? No, let's just be a typo on those captions. So trivia questions for you. Okay. When Moira was at the cafe and she thought Twyla was about to ask for her order, what did she order? I do remember because it was so specific. It was a BLT hold the bun or hold the bread. <laughs> hold so just the bread. Bacon, lettuce, tomato. Basically, a slab of lettuce, tomato, and bacon. Yeah, but people have those like unwitches where it's, um, yeah, lettuce, basically a lettuce wrap. Good job, Steffi. Thank you. Very nice. Very nice. Um, what college course did Ted suggest would be a good fit for Alexis? Something about financial strategy. I don't know what was it. It was data management. Data management. Okay. Data management. Finally. That's like a subtle way of him saying you need to be better at managing data. Managing your data. (laughs) Managing my data. Yeah. True. Finally, Johnny and Stevie are pitching to another golf course next week. What is the name of the golf course? It's another Elm something. Elm View or Elm Woods. Elm. It's elm. not another elm, but it is another tree. Maple Glen. Nope. Birch. Birch. Nope. <laughs> uh, Oak Valley. Oak, Oak Valley. Valley. <laughs> I was in the right name. We had <laughs> Maple. What was the one she said? Maple Glen, Oak Valley, Elm, everything else. Everything is named after a tree in this county, yeah. apparently. Mm-hmm. So, and then side note. David uh, had a little tidbit where Moira walked into his room and he said, did you know Rosa Parks was on an episode of Touched by an Angel? Angel. (laughs) I did look that up on IMDb and that is true. She played herself on an episode in 1994. No joke. Oh my gosh. I thought that was fake. I didn't even buy 1994. Like Rosa Parks. I went right to to IMDb. Rosa Parks, 1994, (laughs) Touched by an Angel. So there you go. As herself, of course. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. You know, she lived in Michigan. She uh, is buried in Detroit. She. Oh, really? I did not yeah. know that. Oh, my gosh. So, 
I guess is... maybe I did know that. Remember that? Vaguely. She plays herself. Okay. Do you remember that show, Touched by an Angel? Uh, very, very little. I didn't watch it much. I, yeah. I remember catching it once in a while. She has pretty 12 young. acting credits as herself. Wow. I mean, who else could Rosa Parks really play? Right. Why did I doubt that that was real? Because I Richard don't know. Gears because remember the Tiffany. Richard Gears. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. I, I've learned my lesson. Yes. Yep. So oh anyway, that's it. That's the episode. Like I said, short and sweet, but a fun little one. I, I, mm. when I was going into it, I remembered like thinking I wasn't that excited about this one, but I like the storylines. They're cute. Yeah. It was a cute episode. So what's happening next week? Uh, next week is a fun episode. Um, Johnny is kind of moving on to another, um, opportunity for the motel to partner with another um, potential vendor. And David is getting a spark of an idea of maybe what he's going to do. You know, they talked in this episode about he needs to figure out his next steps. He's in between careers. uh, So he might have an idea there. And we are going to see what Alexis decides to do as far as returning to education. um, And speaking of David, since you said that, I forgot to mention too, in my notes, I did write. It is surprising how just one season ago, David was the only Rose family member with a job, and now he's the only one without. without. So, yeah, but maybe not. I'm excited. Long. I'm excited to see what he has coming up yeah, then. Me too. Uh, so, that's what we're looking at next week. What can we ask the audience about this week? I want to know if anybody has any like good golf stories. Yeah. Are you good, a good golf golfer? stories? And uh, did you take a semester off of high school or college? And what did you do with that free time? Yeah, that's a good question. Also, because I'm sure there's people out there. Sorry to. Yeah. Like that went to like the Peace Corps or did something noble Mm -hmm. with their time or the American Idol tour. (laughs) A lot of students take a gap year, especially with COVID. There were a lot of students who opted for a gap year because it was so disruptive to their, you know, education. Um, also, have you been to a murder mystery party before? That's great. And were you the murderer? Were you the murderer? Cool. Sounds I will like admit um, my little bedazzled headband came off about 15 minutes into this episode. It was just mine, too hot. <laughs> I had mine on till the break, including uh, the feather boa. That was yeah. too much. So We got our screenshots, though, so we'll post those on the gram. All right. Yes. Fun stuff well, to share, fun yeah, stuff to talk about post this week. Or participate in our polls. Also, if you haven't uh, subscribed, why not? Please do subscribe. We don't talk about that much anymore, but please subscribe. We've gotten a couple why of followers. Um, we did Instagram, get a couple of followers. So make sure you subscribe, like us, give us a review. Um, also, I want a quick shout out Tiffany, listener Tiffany. She's always on the Facebook page after we post an episode and she's always like, great episode this week. And she always adds two cents. One thing she said this week real quick was that the visitor at the motel last week who was leaving the motel Mm -hmm. with Kitty is one of the Levy relatives, either a brother to Eugene or somebody like an extra. So I said to her, I'm like, you always have like the best random facts that we don't know. We're obviously not that devoted to know these (laughs) things, but she does always come up with the best info. So thanks Tiffany for always chiming in and letting us know what we miss. So yeah, well, great. Well, thanks again, uh, Katie, for prepping this week's episode. Hope you all have a good week. Uh, And until next time, best wishes. And warmest regards. That's about you love.